Life's a Mitch. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's a Mitch podcast, second one today. Uh, if you listen back to last week, I spoke to Randall Winston, the producer, uh, director, actor, he was involved in Scrubs and a lot of shows that he's worked together with Bill Lawrence, so go back, check that out, it'll be a good listen. Uh, this week, um, got another podcasting guest, uh, he's from Australia, from the western side of the country, Yeah, he, uh, he like me, works in the mining industry. And he's got a podcast, and it's called Life of Mind Podcast. He's an all-around champion fella, and his name's Matt Michael. Welcome to the pod today, mate. How are you going? I'm good, thanks, Cobram. Um, sorry to let everyone down. If you had, like, a Scrubs full flash person, now you've got some Bogan underground miner on. People have dressed a little bit. That's all right. Don't, don't stress about that, mate. We go from everyone. It's, it's, it's a storytelling podcast, so we try and hit many avenues, so... Plus, each week they get a bogan miner on every way, so it's all good. Yeah, there's plenty of Mr. Jews from. So you had that Daryl Hare. Yeah, he, um, so funny story. He runs the radio station I'm at, or he's just moved back to England in the last fortnight, but he was the secretary at the radio station I was at, of all places. So it was uh, fortuitous. Oh, I literally just went and tracked down one of the greatest uh, cricket umpires of all time. No, I actually know him. Got it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense than <laughs> no, he, um, he was pretty open about you know the controversial decisions that were made in the early 2000s. Uh, a lot of people might see it as controversial, but he just did what he thought was right at the time, so you can't blame a bloke for doing that, I reckon. Because he was the ch- he pulled off a, for the chucker. Yeah, the really Lutheran Europe, from Sri Lanka, yeah. And big Ranatunga took them all off, the big fat bastard. <laughs> he's a he's a big unit, eh? He's about six foot five. He's a tall human. Who? Oh, Daryl Eyre or Ranatunga? No, nah, Daryl. Oh, I, I think couldn't tell you like how tall Rautunga is, but yeah, he's, he's um, not that. He's not that tall. He's wider <laughs> than he is tall, I think. But yeah, that was an interesting story. If you're interested, go back four episodes and check out Daryl's episode. Um, but yeah, that made no sense. Go back and listen to Daryl's episode. There you go. I'll fix it up later. Um, so yeah, like so as as we said before, you're a miner on the west coast. I'm one on the east coast, and I thought it'd be good to talk about like the genesis of your podcast and sort of how you got involved in the industry and some of the I guess debunk some myths like for me i, I know my bitchy with mitchy's going to be something mining related but it's up to you but first before we delve into your story matt do you want to have a bitchy with mitchy oh i thought i had one down pat but then when i'm in like a negative frame of mind they just keep popping in so like i've got <laughs> shit loads at the moment um, well you can you can fire away start. first the right can it's up to you i'll just i'll just got to get a few out of my head because go, i've go got a, i've got a keg set up at home Swan Draft on tap, which is like the Western Australian version of Two Is New, not as good as Two Is New. So, and I've got like, you know, my proper setup at home. So, cold, cold piss, got the schooner glasses in the freezer, clean my beer lines. But then I'll go out to a pub and I'll spend, you know, 11, 12 bucks on a pint. They haven't cleaned their lines. The glass is warm. The beer isn't as cold. Tastes like bloody dog shit. <laughs> and Oh, you just think hospitality needs to lift their game in cleaning, uh, in, in serving beer at the optimal temperature and the optimal taste. That's that's bloody bitch number one. Now, you're are you a rugby league fan? I am. I'm a huge Sharks fan. Right. Now, if you say you're going to watch the league on the weekend, like what do you refer to it as? What well, I guess what's your what's the slang for a game of rugby league? What do you call it? footy? Footy uh, league. Yeah, rugby yeah. union. What what's the slang for rugby union? I just refer to it simply as union or rugby. Oh yeah, or well, rugby. Yeah, I just call it union myself. But 
Okay, so in fucking Western Australia, because I'm a bloody New South Welshman that's moved over, every time over here, they're like, oh, are you watching the rugby tonight? I'm like, no, I'm watching the league, I'm watching the <laughs> NRL. They're like, they're like, no, the rugby. I'm like, no, that's rugby union, not rugby league. There's, they're two different games. They're like, no, they're the same, aren't they? I'm like, no, they're fucking not. <laughs> and they refer to the state of origin as the rugby. Like, it's not the fucking rugby. It's no, that's, that's, that's putrid here. League, it? it's footy. <laughs> It's not right. It's two different sports. That is my gripe with Western Australia. And I've actually got to the point now, I've just stopped correcting people. It drives me that nuts. Um, it's like, a, you know, oxygen I won't get back. So um, I'm hoping that this your podcast goes far and wide and corrects this bloody mispronunciation, this uh, wrong terminology that's getting used over this side of the ditch, mate. Is, it the, is it the whole Palmer, Palmy shit going on over there too, or are they pretty good about that? What's that? The chicken palmy? Yeah, so we call them palmies. Victoria, it's palmer. What do they call them in Western Australia? Oh, no, nah, palmy over here. It's yeah, nice. Palmy. So they got that so right. Where's, where's palmer? Is Victoria. Bloody Mexicans, aren't they? <laughs> palmer for a farmer. Yeah. Palmer for a farmer. No, it's definitely not palmer. That's that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it's those little uh, nuances you learn as you're growing up. So whereabouts in New South Wales are you originally from? Inverell, mate, the Sapphire Inverell. City. Yeah, yeah Tamworth, nice. up that way. Yep, I, oh, I was I was raised in Newey. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, nah, she's bloody cold as a mother-in-law's kiss up that way. Fucking <laughs> freezing. Um, but yeah, no, nah, small small town, and then grew up there and went to did uni in Sydney, and then did the brave move to Perth to work in the mining industry, and been here ever since. And now with uh, misses and kids, I'm locked here forever now, and can't <laughs> work. I do rather these coasts, more trees and stuff, more forests. Never, I've never been to WA. Maybe one day when I come over, I'll have a pint with you or 10. Hopefully, oh, not. Yeah, come back. Hey, don't, don't go to a pub. Come I was going to say, no. Cold, small no. draft, cold, freezing cold, wines are clean. Don't waste your money at a pub. Don't Damn. start your own pub, I think. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That's that's a fair bitch. Mine is. Um, uh, well, yeah, I took, I, I took over your show there a bit. Sorry. That, that's what exactly what it's for. It's getting it off your chest. It's a good icebreaking tool. Like, I, it, it feels naturally natural when it flows like that like i for me my bitch is like the toll the the rosters can take on your body like so i've a lot of people that i've met have never really known a minor whether it's they've done shift work or all days or whatever like out my current roster i do seven on seven off and everyone's like you're so lucky it's like but yeah you don't get that like it comes at a cost like we have to sacrifice so much for that week on or you know i've, I've done uh the four panel roster, so you do two on, three or three nights, two on, it fucks your body. And yeah, like I, I guess my bitch is those that can't grasp or comprehend the amount of shit our bodies have to go through to, I know we choose to do it, but sometimes a bit of empathy or a bit of understanding goes a long way. It just pisses me off that people think you're in the mines and straight away like, oh, you earn heaps of money. It's like, yeah, but it comes at a cost. Probably like coming off bloody night shift each week, everyone. That's... uh. Isn't that just that's just torture? Like <laughs> coming off night shift, then going on break and trying to readapt, and you've been sleeping six hours a fucking night, if that each um for set for a week straight and away from your missus and family. God, mm. mate, yeah, she's not um. I reckon you get paid accordingly. Yeah, mine's like you get paid more, but you freaking earn every dollar of it. Absolutely, because like 
I guess it goes for all shift workers, whether they're nurses, whether they're hospitality workers, whether they're, I don't know, working airports, whatever it is. You know, everyone's sacrificing years off their body to make ends meet. So, you know, kudos to everyone out there having a crack at shift work, I suppose. That's my bitch of the day. Just people just either not giving two shits or just can't, not understanding. I don't, I don't think many people, if they wouldn't have to crack themselves, they'd be uh, quickly change their, change their attitude. Or, yeah. You know, imagine. They're even just getting up at bloody four o'clock every day and yeah. then you get lucky to get to bed at, you know by the time we get back from where you get up at four even though like and that's with all your food made for you and everything in the mess then go to work do your 12 hours get on the bus fuck around have a bloody shower and uh you might go to the pub for a quick few beers and dinner and talk to the missus and you're in bed by 8 30 and then you're back up at four like but it's hard to like switch off you know when you're working that intense all day some people don't work intense. Some people are tired as fuck. <laughs> when yeah. you're working intense underground, you're pumped full of that much bloody testosterone from um, running around like a madman. It's pretty hard to like sort of switch off instantly and just go to sleep. Yeah. And by the end of that week, you're just completely fucked. Sleep deprived and uh, you give it all. You leave it all underground. <laughs> I've never actually been underground. I'd like to have a look one day, full disclosure. What do you do? What's your um, underground art mining role? Then? Oh, I'm a plant operator, so I've operated haul trucks now for oh, eight years. Um, where where are at? I think I can get more. Yeah, open pit over here, um, sort of central west region. Um, yeah, yeah, and I've, yeah. I've been learning to drive a grader the last few months, and that's get on it when I can. So that's been interesting. We're actually um, not just like on a production line, like I have been in the Hunter Valley. We're actually building a giant tailings dam. So it's been cool. We've sort of had civil-sized equipment because I was working in civil and roadworks before mining. So it's kind of like my last two jobs have blended into one. So for me, it's um, it's kind of a cool role because we get to contribute to building something and there's mining-sized equipment there to roll So it's and learning new things. It's been interesting, hey? It's kind of like a hybrid job. So are you in, um, are you in the metal of yeah. open pit now or are you not, and you were in coal? Right? Was in coal, now in like... Uh, metal and ore, yeah. I think yeah, Hunter Valley, that'd be all right. I'd follow oh, the back work and stuff there because it's all unionised and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, there's uh, the CFMEU has a heavy presence in the Hunter Valley. Um, but I recently learned, so last week, uh, a former boss of mine popped out and we had a few beers and he was saying that there's a Section 10 uh, happening with a lot of the the mine ground. So basically, if you're unfamiliar as a listener as well, a section 10, this was the way it was described to me, is uh, the Indigenous peoples of the area have lodged a land rights claim to the government. And as the process is going on, look, I don't know, I'm not a legal mine, so I'm happy to be corrected on this. It's possible that a lot of the mines may have to cease production if land is handed back to the Indigenous population. So at the moment, a lot of people are sort of concerned with their jobs and what could happen. So it's yeah, a lot. I was I was shocked. I had no idea. Yeah, I think that's um. I think there's a lot of people that get paid a lot of money to uh, maintain those relationships with the native title holders and the original landholders and everything. That's uh hundred percent well above well above my pay grade. Definitely yeah, me not, too. A, not an area that's uh to be underestimated these days. It's uh trying to keep uh all parties happy as Big bloody deal. Yeah. Then, I, get, then you've got to keep the feminists happy as well. God, they're, they've been circled by them before. Oh, I was at the at the pub. Um, we're at an Explorers Conference the other week, RIU Explorers Conference, and we're out afterwards. And uh, one of my good friends, she's a 
very active in the women in mining and then introduced me to all the women in mining mates. There's about five of them circled, me, circled around me like bloody wild dogs into me, this male thinking I'm this bloody misogynist. I was like, I was nearly fearful for life. I was thinking, these, these, these feminists are going to take me out of here, I think. I have to be real careful what I say. They're vicious creatures, I feel. Well, yeah, I've, I've met feminists that you know are, are easy to talk to like the de- the definition of feminism is equality right so if if people were willing to sit down listen to what each other have to say because you know you, you have one case in every so many that will go off their radar same as vegans it's a small group of offenders that make the bigger group look look worse than they are so you know i think i, I know some people in my life that are that are active feminists that are fine to talk to it's just it's a shame that some get more animated when they need to, but look, I'm not about shaming people here, but I, I hear what you're saying. Um, but yeah, like I hear, I definitely hear what you're saying, man. Like I've been cornered by people who were, how do I say it the right way, passionate about one thing, but it turns out scientific facts were proven they were wrong. And it's like, you know, you just sort of, it gets to a point where people like to argue for argue's sake and you just go, for fuck's sake, like I'm not getting through to you, so I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> can't. Not snap anything better to do. No, you can't. Sometimes you just, yeah. The, the term flogging a dead horse comes to mind. Sometimes it is flogging a dead horse. And I thought I never, you know, navigated that quite well. Like it's, it's sometimes some people I just can't talk to. And yeah. So it sounds like you're in a similar situation. Oh, no, but no, no. Right. You just like, I, I identify hazards of like, oh, I better bloody be careful here. I might get bloody put in the newspaper. That's the worst thing. Um, I reckon it's so all social media. Everyone's got these bloody forums and just this keyboard power these days that they can just bloody whinge and bitch about everything, and and half of it gets us nowhere. And I think it's all just this whole social media world that's just created this forum, this global forum, and everyone can debate everything. And oh, it's just like I think we're you end up bloody going backwards after all this stuff. I think it's, um, <laughs> it's just a weird world we live in. And what's but what's the next generation going to look like? like I don't know, have, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have kids, so like, I couldn't tell you. No, no, but in terms of, you know, we look back when we were kids, so like dial-up internet, you had to bloody, you, know, you wanted to go on the internet, you couldn't use the home phone and um, you had Game Boys and, uh, and VHS. And look at what it is now, just, a, you know, 30 years later. What's the next 30 years going to look like? Bloody virtual reality glasses. You won't even have to get off your ass to bloody God. You'll be, you'll be able to, someone will be even able to take a shit for you, I reckon. So, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, a friend of mine said to me on a previous episode, she said, could you imagine going through COVID 30 years ago? All you would have had was your landline and you, or you, you would have had to go to your backyard. That's all you could have done. So, But I don't think we would have even gone in lockdown. The whole world wouldn't have known about it, really. Yeah, well, social media crap. So it would have just done its thing, probably. Who knows? Who knows, mate? Who knows? Jeez, we're getting philosophical here, bro. I like how we've just bitched about having a bitchy with Mitchie. Like we've used an audio medium to have a bitch too. So how good? <laughs> bitch, bitch, the bitch to the world. Just, yeah, just, oh, it's good, mate. Yeah, I wanted to ask you too. Like, so you're, you, how long have you been in industry for? Uh, we're about twelve years. Twelve yeah, years and twenty ten. So. Are you a are you an operator underground or tradie or what's your role? Well, no, I was, I was a bit of a bloody mongrel mix. So I started off as a mining engineer, yeah, and um, oh, I did that for five years or so, and then thought, fuck this shit, I'm getting too fat in the office, and well, um, I didn't really didn't really enjoy it too much. Hated being at a computer. Liked the whole the the underground people smoking darts, bloody 
drinking piss flat out. I'm like, they're my type of people. I want to be an underground miner. Uh, and just gave it all away and went, I actually went driving a truck underground for one of the contractors, a burn cut. And then um, I said, I want to get on the jumbo. The jumbo. So the jumbo is the underground drill rig that sort of does all the cool shit, you'd say. Yeah, I'm like, that's what I want to do for a living. So I made it my goal to just work my absolute fucking ass off and try and, and get to that position. And then, yeah, got there and did that for about five years and just loved it. Good fun. Just like work your ass off, bloody challenging. One of those one of those job roles you're always trying to get better at and trying to get better than everyone else. Because you get if you get better, you get paid more. So it's, a, it's like a sport, really. So and just freaking loved it. So I still do, still do now, but Parallel started this podcast and once I had kids and everything, I'm like, fuck this, I don't want to be away anymore. The kids are at that fun age that you want to be home with them every night just to, you know, play around and read a story, simplest things each night. And I had the potential out with this podcast world, whether it might be a bloody failure or not, we're about to, about to find out in the coming year, but... I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go. So I decided to give the FIFO away and go down this route. What this route is, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm fucking doing. I'm, I'm all over the shop, to be honest. <laughs> but we're going to um, having, having a crap anyway. So Yeah, nice. Uh, so it's called Life of Mind Podcast. So the idea, can you give us like the the genesis of it, how you got started and what what's what's Life of Mind about exactly? Is it about stories of, of people in the industry? Is it about raising awareness like what are some of the uh, issues that you've tackled so far i've done heaps mate i've even even had the the feminists on to let them speak their speak their mind just to get them going although i'll cater for anyone um it originally started well up at the wet mess at work after work you'd be you'd be on the piss um and although you know you get the old fellas spinning all the yarns about back in the day and everyone pissing themselves laughing and I'm like this is I wish we could record this how funny would it be because you know some of the some of the yarns were that good and then I sort of thought oh I started listening to podcasts this is like four years ago and I was I think I was working for an engineering consultant at the time I thought oh, let's start a podcast I want to start a podcast and Sort of come up with the idea when I was working there, but then got sick of engineering and thought, fuck this, I want to go back on the jumbo, um, get back underground and then decided to keep this podcast idea going and then just started it. And I thought, so the original interviews were like a bit about about people's like stories in the mining industry, how they, their career and everything. Then a lot of ones made me mates drinking bloody, drinking cans and talking absolute shit about underground mine and having to laugh. So they were the, so she was pretty unprofessional at the start. They were, um, but then I'm like, right, how am I going to make money out of this thing? So I started like trying to interview companies about their products or get people to come on and advertise their business and, and stuff like that. But a lot of the, a lot of the ones were just about good stories, good, like a lot of mental health awareness yarns about like get people to like there's some freaking inspirational stories that got told um a lot of managers like get them to come on and talk about their career how they got to where they are what sort of made them tick how they sort of you know things they learn along the way mistakes they made got people like the old mining legends like the real old school fellas to come on and share their um yeah share share their bloody career stories all the funny crap they used to see back in the day and then it sort of oh, it sort of started morphing into this um I did a like a battery metals series. So I thought I wanted to 
interview some guys from a mining fund, like the investment firms of the talk about, you know, these all the battery metals that we're mining and what they're used for and who's mining them. So like we did a lithium episode, a copper episode, a nickel episode, and you know, what what makes up these batteries, how who's the big players in each market and and all that sort of things. And then that just opened this whole world up to talking about the mining news and the share market and the financial side of the industry. So I started doing these interviews, called them Channel Mine News, because we didn't take the piss thing, just to... Love a good um, pun. Love a good pun. It was either going to be National Mine News or Channel Mine News. Mm. So I, I just chose Channel Mine News. But they were just, you know, used to, started off with a couple of these guys over here, we were just, you know, talking about what's going on in the stock market, what's up, what's down, who's got the good results, who's shit, who's all that sort of stuff. And I opened up this whole world of investor relations. So actually starting to interview mining companies about what their company's doing, what their stock's doing. And that's when I sort of thought, fuck, I might be able to make a, a full-time gig out of this because I was doing like skip videos and doing a heap of like, you know, funny videos and sort of promo videos for companies and went down that sort of video work side of things. And there was a bit of money in there, but it wasn't wasn't heaps. Like, oh, look, you just needed a lot of it and needed it frequently, especially if you're trying to fucking replace an underground mining wage. They sort of don't correlate in real-world terms, I found. And then, yeah, then I thought, fuck it, I'll go full-time. I said, between the, the video work and the... The, talking about the, the mining news and promoting the companies and all that, I should be able to make a gig and gave it like November last year, decided, fuck this, I'll give away mining. I'm going all in, giving it a crack. So I don't have a full go. I keep trying to half-ass it in between doing a FIFO roster and doing a podcast while I'm home. Like the missus will fucking divorce me for sure mm. and I won't get to see my kids and then they'll hate me when I'm older. I'm like, nah, I've made the decision that I'm going to have a crack at this. And I was sort of ticking along and thinking, fuck this, I'll send an emails and heck on everyone out about having coffees every day, trying to, for the networking side of things, my fucking heart rate was about 120 at lunchtime every day. The amount of coffees I did, shitting through the eye of a needle, having coffees with every bastard. I know the I'm feeling, thinking, mate. Oh, and I'm thinking, fuck, I'm getting nowhere here. I'm just getting nowhere fast. And this bloke messaged me on LinkedIn, Travis, his name was. It still is his name, actually. Um, Good and, on you, Trevi. Yeah. And it was like, I was sitting in the inbox, this bloke wanted to catch up and, run some ideas of like, oh, no, some other fucking pain in the ass trying to bloody use me for something and not pay me. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to end up to be nothing. Um, and I was in the in the city. I'm like, oh, I better knock this guy off the list. There's, there's like a rolling list of all these coffees I had to do. And I, I caught up with him and we were like chatting away and thinking, well, what's the fucking point of this conversation? Is he going to get to something? And he said, oh, I love what you're doing with the mining news and the um, you know, covering the markets and everything. What's half your business worth? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, oh, I want to, I want to come in with you and punt, like, do this mining news thing, and I reckon we can bloody make it fun and all this. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is not what I thought was going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the most point, like you know, the the any combat, like the yeah, I think that morning I was nearly crying in my hands, thinking, "Fuck, what have I done? I've got to go back to work. I'm, I'm, this is just an absolute fail or a failure." And one fucking phone call or one coffee can just freaking change everything. And and then he's ended up bringing this other mate to the table. So 
come next month, well, this is like a bit of a sneak preview, but yeah, come next month, we're starting like a second podcast that's going to be called Money of Mine, which will be just, you know, dealing with the mining news and finance and pumping that side of things. And hopefully these two guys that are like real young and fucking smart will add some professional credibility to the whole to the whole show and offset my boganism. And yeah, so hopefully I think it, it might actually work, this full-time podcast thing. So that's been the journey and that's where it's at now. And hopefully... She's uh, about to go off its tits. It'd be nice. So, <laughs> so, I don't want to keep it vanilla, you know. Like the goal was, it's like, look, you can be like other podcasts and be professional and corporate and shit. I'm like, fuck that. It's not me. And people don't want to listen to that crap. Like, I'm like, you can still provide education and information and still be like funny, down to earth, relatable, and people will hopefully engage with you because you're just being you, but you're still giving good content. Uh, that's that's what I try to do, man. Like I, for those international listeners who don't know what a bogan is, it's basically a Australian version of a redneck, I guess. Mate, Mitch, pretty much. And then when you're off tits, you know, it can mean like it was off tits. It's like oh, it's fucking awesome, or you know, it can mean anything. But I hear what you're saying, man. Like I, every day, every guest I talk to, um, has so much to share. You know, and to hear that you're able to go, you know what, fuck this, I want to try something here. And now that you're you found an investor and now you're stepping up into a second uh, potty as well, which when it comes up, I'll get all three of you on the chat if you want. Um, yeah. You know, and then you can start that network like like we are now. Like you just, all you got to do is log into Zoom and then you can share some stories and just, as you said, create original content and then do what you love. And if you're lucky enough to, or no, it's not luck. You put hard work in to make it work, you know, so you can then subsidize your wage and then do it full time like it's not luck it's it's what you put into it and eventually i'd like to do it full time too but i got a good balance at the moment where i can do seven on seven off and on my week off i can do shit like this so you know it's work in progress for myself but you know like i i take um inspiration from that knowing that there's just regular old blokes out there having a crack and then making it work so good on you man that's awesome yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. What do you reckon? You reckon it's going to work if you're going to be a betting man? Do you sound like it's got some bloody legs or not? What do you reckon I'm paying in, in sports bet? I reckon I'm about an eight buck mid range. Well, knowing that I've rough. never, knowing that I've never met you, um, and you got two other blokes on board, so it's I don't know. <laughs> based on my logic and being a shit punter, I'm going to say sixty nine to one. How's that? Oh shit, bro, that's real rough. I'm bloody right. I'm going to, right, I'm going to come in. I'm going to come in to eight bucks before the end of the year, I reckon. I'm going to come in, get a bit of bloody betting interest. You heard it, willing to put 69 bucks on it. <laughs> I'll um put me down for 68 bucks and I'll owe you one later. How's that? Right, eh? We're all over it. We'll see yes. how we go anyway. Well, bloody, you're at the, this is, well, I guess, the perfect time of the interview. It's all the perfect time of the, I guess, for the, thing to have an interview with you it's at the pivotal point so next time we'll talk to you i'll either be a fucking failure or it might have worked don't uh, don't forget about us on your rise to power how's that ah bros i'll give you i'll give you a cut because i was like this is like the first time i've sort of publicly announced what the actual new plan is yeah mate you don't have to do that you know just let it all out if, when I was just said to Randall before this morning, um, the currency that people can give and you know never receive back is time. And if you're kind enough to give me some of your time, I'm happy with that. So, oh, cheers, cheers, bros. Yeah. So, what, what's your if you were gonna um, monetize yours or do a full time gig? What's your sort of thoughts on it all? How how do you think you're gonna do it? 
Well, well, just asking my own questions in not my podcast. I'd have to, this as I said, I'd have to get better at the video content side of things because I don't really make much. I've got the occasional story here or two there on on Insta. I don't have YouTube, so I could probably start that. So, and then I'd have to start posting more regular content. Um, I am funny. There are bits in there. I'm just a regular old fucking idiot. And I, if I shared some of my stories, you'd probably giggle. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd have to obviously get some sponsors or do some content to do some ads and then word of mouth would start flowing, create a LinkedIn. And then from there, just get better at the marketing side of things too. So because it's, it's so bloody, that's the thing for the video and everything. As soon as you go down video, like, fuck, it's time consuming. It's yeah, just like, it's, that's the thing. That's what I think yeah, the stumble is for everyone. It's like you, it's that scale. It's like, it's getting in between that. You're doing everything yourself, which is what was fucking me over. I was trying to do everything myself, which was just too much to do. And I was probably doing it, some of it really shit because I'm not like a designer or a graphics designer or any, anything of that design level. So, you know, like, and it probably showed in the quality. So it's like, but it's getting to that stage in between where you do it by yourself, but then you can get big enough where you can actually get people to help you. Because um, oh, it's just so much to, you know, like just putting one post up a day on all the socials, like every day. That's fucking a lot of work. It doesn't sound like much, but bloody time consuming, just fiddling on your phone, putting all these social posts up. It's, um, that's why people do it for a bloody living, I guess. But, yeah, well, I mean, I have to try and become more consistent. And then um, a friend of mine is a marketing whiz. He said, make a TikTok. So I've got one, but I don't really use it much. It's just as you said, it's it's a lot for one person to do everything, sourcing things, editing it, all the audio, doing the podcast themselves, and then yeah, it's see for today, I'll, I'll record for two hours, and then I'll probably edit for three or four. You know, that's almost a whole day's work. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm pretty fucking crazy. I used to be anal as fuck at the start, but now I'm just crazy as anything with the with the editing. I'm just like, ah, she'll be right. That'll do, mate. Just send it. And, yeah, uh, fucking, we'll go full express post and send it. <laughs> yeah, just just fucking do it to it. But it's um, yeah, no, it's, it's the advantage you've got over me, like by a bloody country mile, is that your podcast is general, so your audience is would be fucking massive compared to mine because mine is very uh, just focused on the mining industry. So I guess I've narrowed myself a bit, whereas because your show is just about anything and everyone. You're, you open yourself up to such a bigger audience, which gives you more views, more downloads, more chance of getting sponsors and everything. So, and that's something you've probably got to leverage off, I reckon. Is, in, is in, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, and also at the same time, the mining industry is massive. Like it, you know, it still um, blows me away how small of a world mining is. So I, uh, a few guys I work with now used to work over in WA. It turns out that they were related to some of the old digger drivers at me old pit. It's like, fuck me dead. Like, and you, you just, you never know. Um, anyone in mining will say that, whether they're international miners or, you know, uh, ones over in WA, Queensland, here, wherever. Like, it's a fucking small world. You'd probably yeah. agree with me there. Oh, yeah, very much so. Very, um, very clicky. Um, because what do you get many like international listeners to people, buddy? Yeah. So, okay. So, what happened to me was, um, you're a COVID yeah, so I, I wore a onesie on TV, a fake doctor's real friends one. I went on a game show, and so the game show was Mastermind. 
So went on there, chose the topic Scrubs. Um, they put out a promo video, sort of went semi-viral, I suppose, for a week. And then I got invited on the Fake Doctors podcast with Turk and the actors that play Turk and JD. And they were kind enough to promote me. And I topped the charts for about a month in Australia on Apple and Spotify. I went and top 20 in the US and the UK. Since, oh, then, since then, that was about oh, probably 18 months ago now. And since then, I've got regular listeners. Um, but like, I don't like, I, I don't know if it's, I don't get much feedback. So I just assume people are enjoying it and I just keep creating. So like, I can look at the analytics and I can, you know, I'm not doing too bad, but that certainly helped me spike in terms of listenership. And I just, I guess I'm going to have to find a way to generate that amount of attention myself or come up with another little cool, um, cool as fuck thing like that and have it sort of do the rounds again. I'm just trying to think as to what it could be, but yeah. that So that's pretty much been my story. That's what sort of, Shot me from you know maybe a hundred listeners to a few thousand, I guess. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Now, do you like do you pump it on socials? I suppose because that's the thing. Because I I got a lot of so I got a lot on Facebook and LinkedIn and that. So because I sort of post the episodes there and post bloody you know highlights or something. So it's how I reckon it's that having that cut that bloody social media shit in parallel to the podcast is the big is the big help to sort of because people need a reason to fucking click on it to find it and get to it because everyone's lazy these days so it's like you need to most people aren't gonna might not open their podcast player they'll have to wait to see the link in social media before they do it and you just got to feed everyone up the arse these days i found spoon feed yeah it's pretty much but yeah like i've got a facebook and insta i do have a twitter but i don't really use it much but yeah like i We've got over a thousand followers on both and like it's enjoyable so yeah i'm going to keep keep doing as i do and if people want to listen in and whatever and then fuck yeah and if i can i've had a few people write in saying hey man like i, I did an episode with a guy I spoke about alcoholism he's like you know i i really really sort of love what you did with this person or whatever and, and to me it's it's made a difference it's fuck yeah like that's you never get that if you just do your own go to your job day in day out for me like my, my job's fine i enjoy it and i've got no dramas going to it but if you're able to have something to look forward to create your own content and it becomes addictive and i can't wait to do the next one of these you know i fucking did two today do my radio show just because i want to have a crack you know and get better at presenting and so yeah that's that's why i do it because yeah, i love nice. it yeah oh, it is good fun isn't it and the shit you learn off people yeah fuck yeah said, i've learned like- so much hey eh? And the people you meet, like as you said, you go you know, do a Zoom call, or call someone, or that forge onto another person, that spread and like, and it's just this frigging ever growing network you get out of this. And I suppose the goal is trying to know every bastard. Yeah, well, never, never stops. Uh, quite often I'm asked, how do you get people? And to start off with, have you ever heard of um, Matchmaker.fm? Nah. So it's like a LinkedIn for podcasters. So you can go to the website and find a guests or find a show you want to appear on. It's basically a joint LinkedIn version for podcasting. Um, and that's how it started. Like I just go, I want to talk to someone today about, oh, I don't know, fucking four drives or something. And then that person will come up where they're based. So then you can figure out your, your time zones and all that shit. And then, yeah. And then from there, I just started inboxing people on Insta. And then like uh, Randall this morning, um, he was referred to me by an Emmy award-winning producer, Kip Crowger, and he was referred to me by another one of the Scrubs um, cast as well, Jared Weissfelder, and, like, it just it happens. So I'm get, getting to speak to these content creators, and I'm over the fucking moon, man. Like, I was speaking to Wendell this morning, um, 
Like, I don't often get nervous, but I was in awe of someone who was creating shows that I love. And, you know, you don't do that by sitting at home, twiddling your thumbs, being unhappy. Go out and chase the happiness, I reckon. Yeah, fuck yeah. You've got to make people laugh, too. You've got to have a laugh, I reckon. No point, buddy. You can't be serious. Fuck that. Nah, like, um, you know, and some of the stories that I've shared, like, I, I did an episode with a sexologist and opened up about some of my dating history. And oh, we would have opened up a bit. We were fucking, we were in stitches and then spoke to a sex worker the next week because she recommended her. Like, she was one of her podcast guests and just down that rabbit hole. And it was fun. Like, yeah, you got it's it. honestly, hey, mate, hey. it's, I can't, too many awesome memories to recall. Yeah, no, it is bloody good. Hey, I need your bloody opinion on something. Have oh, you, right have, you got bloody, have you got TikTok or bloody Facebook or something? I've have got, you got a phone next to you. Uh, yep. Go to me, bloody. I'll just put a TikTok video up. And Hang so on. I've like ended up find, somehow. Let me find it. Are you just simply at Life's of Mind, Life's Mind Podcast or? Life of Mind Podcast. At Life. Which, what are you going on? TikTok. Uh, what am I? Uh, cool. I can't even see what the thing is. Life of Mind Potty. I'll like you. So you'll see mine as well. Come up. Yeah, I'll give you a like. Well, I will like it, Chuck. Um, right, what am I looking for here? <laughs> you see it in the background. One. See if this is funny. Does this make you laugh? Is it you? Is it the new one with you with a hard hat on? Uh, Antidote Skin AU versus George Michael. It's titled the first one. All right, let me Wait. have this. Let me have a quick look. Hang on. Yeah, so, I'm promoting skincare for a woman in the mining industry. It's friggin' random. All right, let's uh, give me a second. I'll have a listen. Right. <laughs> Antidote Skin. Very cool. <laughs> it's very weird, eh? That's the so I've started doing like skit videos and um. The one before that's like, yeah, so I ended up like somehow getting into like doing skit videos and like playing different characters and stuff. Like yeah. it was all me dressed up as a different person. And I'm like, ah, I'll give that shit a go. I don't know if I'm making myself. I thought, oh, bloody, the missus laughed at that one I just put up and she doesn't laugh about anything. She's got like a mad yeah, bitch face on her. That lady looks like Chappelle Corby in, your, in the skincare is cool one. Oh, the um, oh, yeah, she sort of sort of does it now. It isn't Chappelle Corby. It's not, <laughs> it's not skincare with uh, drugs hidden inside it. No, but, yeah, yeah, Rachel, I dug it. Rachel oh. Sutton. She's uh got a thing called Antidote Skin, and it's like a, a thing of this skincare for the mining industry. It's all natural, gets all explosives and shit out of you. And yeah, she's right. like, well. I want you to do videos on it and take the piss out of it. I'm like, I can do that because I fucking don't know anything about skincare. So, well, overall, once you, once you fucking, I guess you put yourself out there. The the point of my ramble here, that once you put yourself out there and get a presence and have a go, you just never know what you're going to fucking do. So people might see value in you for something real random, and that's probably what will happen with your podcasts. Like, true. Okay. okay. Oh, give me a favor. You want to go into mine? I'll show you one of my videos. There's nothing oh. in particular. It's not an ad. So there's what is a, it? What's it? Life's a, life's a underscore Mitch podcast. Life's a underscore Mitch podcast. Oh, here we go. Go to the one with the portaloo. <laughs> Can't believe we're doing. Right. I'll show you. You show me. Which one? The portaloo. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the blue port one in the portaloo in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just you having a shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it you could just watch that over and over again and there was no sound insert of there i was trying to make a funny video and then fart popped out of me unsuspectingly and i demolished that that portal so <laughs> that's just i can just watch that over and over again that's pretty much the shit i no pun intended that's the content i'm coming out with regularly you know sorry we've gone on a bit of a 
How yeah, good's that? Just, I could but... watch you having a shit all day. That is the best thing. Ever. Well, uh, feel free to um, show your friends. <laughs> show your friends. I'm gonna, yeah, Mitch having a shit. That is awesome. That's a. I'm gonna bloody not like just. But yeah, as you were, as you were talking before about like friends helping out. So one of the guests I've had, he's a software engineer, and he wrote me a, a website. All I had to do was find a uh, web host, which is fair enough, and he actually. Just did a, a, a little cheeky little page with the links to me socials on it. So, yeah, there have been some very helpful people along the way. Yeah, I know. Like, that's, uh, that's what I found, like, you know, because you're doing a lot of free podcasts and everything. Once you, you know, you're monetizing everything, it's like, right, everyone I've done free podcasts for, go knocking on the door. It's like, right, I've done a new favor. Now I need some help with something. And you'll find everyone just freaking helps you because you're having a go and you're a good bloke. And, you just that network comes back to help you when you really need it because you've done all the favors in the lead up. So, yeah. Um, and that's exactly that's what's happening to me now. I'm getting all this help from, you know, business advice and people that have given me assistance and helped me set up stuff and or just offering a bit of knowledge or might send me a bloody copy of a template or something to use. But they're like, it's once you're having a go and you've helped them, they help you. And it's like the universe just starts giving back to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, so far, so good. Maybe I'm nearly 100 episodes in. Maybe it's time to find ways to monetize it because I'd like to. Um, I won't lie. I'd, I really would like to for this to take off even more than it has. And I'd like to tour the States and go and interview people in person that I really admire as well in the entertainment industry and then some people here in Oz. And I don't know, like that's what I'd love to do. Just go just go around all the southern states and interview all the rednecks and stuff. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Well, there's a guy, Um, he's called, I think his name's Darren Witt. And he does a podcast called Build Wit, and he um he does a mining podcast in across the US, and he's got like half a million followers or something, and just admire the fuck out of what he's doing, and what he does, he just shares the stories of business owners or operators or engineers, you name it, like on a big scale. And he, I would love to work with him, and I'd love to work with Kevin Smith and Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs, and Kevin Smith, the film director. Like that'd be the ultimate goal. Nice. Got a goal, and you'll uh, God, you could like there is plenty of sponsorship opportunities out there for coin, but depends which ones you take. When we started this, oh, you know, monetize advertising on this Facebook page, um, Aussie underground miners, because there's shitloads of people, and people are just posting jobs flat out. So, like, fuck it, buddy, if you want to post a job in there, you've got to pay money because it's just too much. and the first person to offer to pay heaps of money to advertise was this fellow that was uh, uh, selling dildos and all this other, all these other bloody sex toys. I'm like, and the fellow I did it with, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll do that. I'm like, think of what could go wrong, mate. How do you think it's going to be perceived if we're just advertising dildos on the um, on the Facebook group? Probably not the best thing. So <laughs> it's uh, that's the a lot of people. If that was a, if that if that was the case for me, <laughs> it'd be the it'd be the quickest ad ad you've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah you'll get offered some weird shit to advertise it's like imagine if you used advertised ftx which a lot of people did and then they just went bust so all their credibility is fucked now so yeah so there's a balance between quick cash and reputation i guess well i'll have to like in depth pick your brain when you have time um you know and so and if people want to well people now know how to find you on tiktok but if people want to interact and Listen to your potty. Where can they find you? What are your socials? Um, and how can people get involved in the in the community? 
Oh, just bloody everywhere. What is it? Spotify, Apple, Google. I think it's everywhere. Life of Mind podcast. Uh, and then all, on all the socials. Bloody website there. I'm trying to get a bloody app sorted at the moment so that all the members, all the members only content is going to be in an app. Um, so make a bit of coin out of that. But that's turned into a fucking investment disaster. Trying to bloody navigate all the frigging technical side. So well, like a Patreon or something, is it? Yeah, it's similar, but doing it myself, so you don't have to go through Patreon. Yep. Um, but God, probably fucking nice. So I just should have gone through freaking Patreon. But anyway, you live and you learn. But um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's about that's the bloody crux of it, mate. Yeah, stay tuned next month if you're into buying mining stocks and all that sort of shit. We're starting the uh, money of mine, which will be the I guess the finance and the mining news. Which there you go, eh? Travis and Jonas, the two new boys on the block that are real fucking smart. I think they're like, because they're coming in and, I'm, and they're really, really smart. I've just got this bad feeling they're going to well, they're gonna fuck me over and get rid of me. They've got this grand plan because they're just even smarter than me. So um, I, might be, um, I might be getting kicked out without even knowing. So oh, well, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Trademark that shit and then see how they go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'll say what. Say, what do you think of this shit from this guy? And then just keep going with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, your shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've picked up on them. Bit slow <laughs> on the uptake the Savo because I've just been dropping bombs. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll wrap it up there shortly, Maddie. I, what did we talk? We didn't really talk about it. Oh, we either. spoke about your mining, the genesis, of your pod. We transitioned off to me taking a dump and some funny content you've made. And just yeah. having a world's biggest bitchy with Mitchy, so it's it's been an interesting. Well, yeah, so we did we did navigate something. Yes, it was um it was sporadic. Yeah. It was just like a, a mine. We dug around till we found what we needed. We extracted it, and we're going to hopefully make something from it. There you go. That sounds sensational. Thanks very much for having me on, mate. Really, really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, a lot, and yeah, thanks for coming on. And oh, right, you're coming on mine soon when we bloody um yeah cool a bit more uh time in the day. I'll schedule in. We'll have a bloody uh have a chin wag and it'll be probably along the similar lines of nothing. Cool. I'm, like, so, this was a Seinfeld episode, wasn't it? Oh, if I That's, could, ins- I'll insert a, a Kramer bass line as the end is there when I edit it. <laughs> yeah, giddy up. But uh, no, nah, good on you, man. Like it's it's really nice to to speak to a fellow someone in the industry and um, to have a crack like, because yeah, like where you're at now is, is, is probably the trajectory I'd like to get on. So if I could do this full time, fuck yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, it's good. I've got the full time bit down pat. There's just a slight revenue issue that I'm dealing with at the moment, but we'll, we'll hopefully sort that out one day. With great risk, with great risk, hopefully comes great reward, as they say. So, good on okay. you, man. Um, I'll make Have sure. You heard me chewing on the Pringles the whole time. I've been chewing a box of Pringles while we've been talking, but I've been moving back from the mic. What's that chip on your shoulder, hey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, hey, bros. That's fine, mate. And yeah, so I'll post links to all your socials and a couple where people can listen to your show. Good luck with the new one coming up, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Wait up, brother. Thank you very much, and best of luck with uh, Lops and Mitch. Cheers, mate. 33 years strong. Hopefully, another lot to go yet. So. <laughs> Beautiful. Cheers, Gobber. No worries, mate. All the best. Talk soon.